Hello and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine Montgomery and I am your host today, so welcome. I am so thankful that you're able to join me today. And uh, if you're just starting the walk, if this is your first day, uh, we've already been through Matthew and Mark, um, but you can always listen to the old uh, episodes, you know, catch up on your own time. Uh, but feel free to dive in, obviously, uh, today. Uh, today is the first day of Luke. This is episode 9.5, and we're doing chapter one. So um, I didn't get a chance to preview it. Um, so uh, there is a little bit of an overview that we'll, we'll kind of get into. Um, but let me just say, uh, I'm still uh, visiting at my father-in-law's house. So uh, the people next door have roosters. We are in the flight pattern of the airport. So you're going to hear it possibly. I tried to put the earphones in, the earbuds, with my microphone. Hopefully that might help to cut down on the noise and make it a little more clear and less distracting. So I apologize. Uh, I'll be home in a couple of days. So uh, just bear with us uh, with these uh, technical issues. Um, so Jeremiah is off. Uh, he'll be joining me tomorrow. Uh, but for today, it's just me by myself, and uh, we are going to go ahead and dive in after we start with prayer. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we are so grateful and so thankful to you for all that you do, all that you provide. Uh, we are so thankful that you love us so much, uh, so much more than the birds and the flowers that you want to take care of us. Um, so Lord, uh, by providing the gift, the sacrifice of your son, Jesus Christ, Lord, we're so thankful that he was here in his perfect blood that covers all of our sins. Lord, we are eternally grateful. And so uh, we want you to know how much we love you, how much we praise you and give you the glory and the honor. Uh, we just are so in awe of how you handle things for us and intervene. So Lord, I ask you to put a blessing over this moment in time as we read through your autobiography. We uh, are looking for guidance, wisdom, and just to get to know you more and to get to know you better. Uh, Lord, I pray blessings over each person who is out there listening, uh, whatever it is they're going through, or maybe they're going through good times and they are grateful and thankful for those good times, uh, but whatever they're thing is, uh, you know what that is, and you will take care of it. Um, so Lord, just uh, God bless this moment in time, and uh, help us to see exactly what it is that you want us to see. Reveal yourself to us, and uh, Lord, we're just um, asking you to uh, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say, and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat> All right, so uh, to begin with, uh, again, um, I always say this, if you are new, we're using the Daily Walk Bible, and it's the New Living Translation uh, that we're following through. Sometimes it's a little distracting if you're listening to uh, a different version. I know it is for me. So uh, Luke is, uh, according to uh, the very first page, which is page 1177, Luke, a Greek physician and missionary companion of the Apostle Paul, intends his gospel, along with the book of Acts, 
to be a primer for a new Christian named Theophilus. Luke stresses the humanity of Jesus as the one who understands people's weaknesses and cares for their needs. Luke's interest to uh, I'm sorry, Luke's interest in historical accuracy leads him under divine inspiration to research and record the details of Jesus's life, including his ancestry, social contacts, and life of prayer and compassion. So uh, it gives you a little bit of overview. Uh, I'm not going to go through that. Uh, and then uh, the first chapter uh, is about the angelic announcement. Um, and it says, a son for a priest, a son for a virgin. So I, I don't know exactly what that means. I didn't have time to read through all of that. So what I like is that underneath it where it says my daily walk, uh, there's like a little notation kind of in bold. It says, when you pray, make sure your will is in neutral so God can shift it. I think that's kind of cool. You know, uh, you know, we always pray that we want to be in God's will and doing exactly what it is that he wants us to do. And I think that when we put us in neutral, it helps him to guide us in whatever way that we need to be guided. So I thought that was a kind of nifty little note. Uh, again, for new, new uh, listeners, um, <clears throat> this is uh, episode 9.5, and I put a little check mark next to the chapter after I've read it, so I've got my trusty pencil. And uh, we can start uh, we can start reading. So <clears throat> many people have set out to write accounts about the events that have been fulfilled among us. They use the eyewitness eyewitness reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you. Most honorable. The Theophilus, so you can be certain, I'm sorry, I kind of jacked that up. Let me say it again. They use the eyewitnesses reports circulating among us from the early disciples. Having carefully investigated everything from the beginning, I also have decided to write an accurate account for you, most honorable Theophilus, Theophilus so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. The birth of John the Baptist foretold. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife, Elizabeth, was also from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were religious in God's eyes, careful to obey all of the Lord's commandments and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priests, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burnt, burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. Go, God has heard your prayer. 
Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angels, How can I be sure this will happen? I am an old man now, and my wife is also very long in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel. I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born. For my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he could not speak to them. Then he realized from his then they realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward his wife, Elizabeth, became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed, he has taken away my disgrace of having no children. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be sorry, born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the, the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. Mary visits Elizabeth. A few days later, Mary hurried to the hill country of Judea to the town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
Elizabeth gave a glad cry and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of my Lord should visit me? When I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. The, magn the, magn the Magnificat, Mary's Song of Praise. <clears throat> Mary responded, Oh, how my soul praises the Lord, how my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he took notice of, this, of his lowly servant got, girl, and from now on all generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. His mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. For he made the, this promise to our, to our ancestors, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then went back to her, her own home. The birth of John the Baptist. When it was time for Elizabeth's baby to be born, she gave birth to a son. And when her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had been very merciful to her, everyone rejoiced with her. When the baby was eight days old, they all came for the circumcision ceremony. They wanted to name him Zechariah after his father. But Elizabeth said, no, his name is John. What? they exclaimed. There is no one in all your family by that name. So they used gestures to ask the baby's father what he wanted to name him. He motioned for a writing tablet, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, His name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Awe fell upon the whole neighborhood, and the news of what had happened to spread throughout the Judean hills. Everyone who heard about it reflected on these events and asked, What will this child turn out to be? For the hand of the Lord was surely upon him in a special way. Zechariah's Prophecy When his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. Oh, then, sorry. Then his father, Zechariah. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of his servant David, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now he will be saved, we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. He has been merciful to our ancestors by remembering his sacred covenant. The covenant he swore with an oath to our ancestor Abraham. We have been rescued from our enemies so we can serve God without fear in holiness and righteousness for as long as we live. And, for, and you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High, because you will prepare the way for the Lord. You will tell his people how to find salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of God's tender mercy, this, the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us, to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide us to the path of peace. 
John grew up and became strong in spirit, and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry to Israel. Okay, um, so let's go back to the beginning. Um, I mean, personally, I could probably underline this whole book, and, you know, <laughs> there's just so much stuff in here. Um, so, beginning with uh, the birth of John the Baptist foretold, um, Herod, the king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah, uh, and his wife Elizabeth, both of them were uh, from the from a priestly line, uh, and they were righteous in God's eyes, um, and careful to obey all of His commandments. But they were unable to have children. So one day, uh, Zechariah is in the um, temple doing his weekly duty, and uh, while Zechariah was in the sanctuary, uh, Gabriel shows up. And Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed, but again, as we always hear, don't be afraid, the angel said. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have a great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice. And then, of course, you know, uh, Zechariah says to the angel, how can I be sure this will happen? You know, he's doubting God, and he's doubting what the angel's telling him. And he says, I'm an old man, and, you know, my wife is old too. And the angel says, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news. But now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until he, uh, till the baby's born. And it happened. You know, he, uh, he's in, instantly he couldn't speak. Um, and Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over. He returned to uh, home, and soon Elizabeth became uh, pregnant. And she exclaims, how kind the Lord is. He has taken away my disgrace of having no children. So she's, she's trusting in the Lord because he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And then in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, Gabriel goes to Nazareth and meets up with Mary uh, Mary was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. And she's confused and disturbed. And he says again, Don't be afraid, Mary, uh, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and, he, and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of the ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. And so Mary asked the... Now, I don't think she's doubting it. She's just wondering how it's going to happen because she's a virgin. So she's like, well, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. And what's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant now too. And... Uh, She's in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Um, Mary responds, I love this. We should all be answering in this manner. Mary responds, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And then the angel left her. 
And then uh, Mary goes to visit uh, Elizabeth, and I thought this was really cool. As soon as the baby, uh, as soon as it, uh, her voice is heard, the baby leaps for joy in Elizabeth's uh, stomach, in her belly. Uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, when I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. You are blessed because you believe that the Lord would do what he said. And then um, Mary stayed with Elizabeth for about three more months, which means that put Elizabeth at the time of having her baby. Um, and then there's the birth of John the Baptist, and is uh, instantly... As soon as the baby was born, uh, I'm sorry, as, as soon as uh, uh, Zechariah, uh, he motioned for a writing tablet, I'm sorry, and to everyone's surprise, he wrote, his name is John. Instantly, Zechariah could speak again, and he began praising God. Again, God doesn't waste time. He doesn't, you know, give you uh, some honey and lemon and tell you to soak your throat. doesn't say any of that. He's just like, you know what? Instantly, bam, you can speak again. And then uh, Zechariah goes through uh, the, the prophecy. Uh, I think he's talking to John. And you, my little son, will be called the prophet of the Most High because you will prepare the way for the Lord. That's in 76. Uh, in uh, 70, he says, you know, the words, he has sent us a mighty saver from the royal line of David just as he promised you know they keep reiterating that god is doing exactly what he promised um, and then he says that john grew up and became strong in spirit and he lived in the wilderness until he began his public ministry uh, in israel to israel so this is the beginning as you can see it's very detailed uh, so you're going to find that these chapters i think are pretty long um, you know they're very detailed and uh, it's obvious that he did his research and uh, and studied up so um, so this is the beginning from the very you know uh, from the from the very very beginning of you know when God visits or the angel visits uh, Zechariah so so here we are we're getting into it uh, which is kind of cool that we're reading this right now because we're right, at, for those of you, uh, we, we're like in December and we're starting the Christmas holiday uh, spirit, the Christmas spirit is uh, going on now. So this is kind of neat that we're getting to read this uh, right before Christmas. So that's it for today. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for joining me um, on this journey, uh, reading the word of God into the world. Uh, was put on me uh, in my heart uh, a while ago and I'm just so grateful and so thankful even under these odd circumstances uh, you, I'm just continuing to do it I'm, I'm diligent and I, I just want to get it out there and uh, hopefully everybody is uh, following along uh, I encourage you to do your own studies uh, your own research if there's other you know avenues that you can do your research go ahead and do it uh, I am not uh, I've never been to seminary. I am not a pastor. Uh, I'm just like you are. Uh, just reading the Word of God and interpreting it uh, the way I believe he intended it to be interpreted. So uh, so now um, I, I come to this moment every day. Uh, I, I don't want it to ever get past that 
I didn't say the prayer. Uh, for those of you who have not said the um, Believer's Prayer, um, this is your moment. If you haven't uh, made a choice for Jesus yet, uh, this is your time. And I will lead you in this prayer. Uh, as followers of Christ, you're also welcome to listen or read, uh, to say along with us. So, But I want to give you the opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So uh, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I know I have sinned against you, and I ask you to forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son Jesus. It is his perfect blood that covers all of our sins, past, present, and future. Today I will live my life for you. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer for the first time, uh, congratulations. This is a new day, a new moment. Uh, I would mark it in my Bible as today is the day that you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You said it out loud. I would tell somebody, uh, get in touch with another believer, anybody who's in your life who's been praying for you. Uh, get to church, find a church, uh, get involved, and uh, I encourage you to uh, focus on continuing to get to know uh, God and Jesus through God's Word. Uh, it's amazing. It's an amazing journey, and uh, it's a blessing. And uh, so um, that's it for today. I thank you again. I know I keep saying it, but I am eternally grateful that I have this opportunity to, to share the Word. And uh, I hope that you are enjoying it as much as I am. So until tomorrow when I meet with uh, Jeremiah and we will do our podcast together. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, your morning, your evening, uh, whatever time it is that you are able to watch this uh, or listen to this podcast. So uh, we'll see you tomorrow. See you later.